we get going this morning. Rochelle opens up the uh, laptop and says, man, people are mean. I said, what are you talking about here? What's going on? She said, uh, you posted a new profile picture on your Robbie Facebook. Now, we have a Facebook, Robbie and Rochelle, but I have my own Facebook right, as well. Of course. And so I posted a new profile picture there. It's funny. I had one for a long time, and then I had one with uh, you and I for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like it had been up for over a year. Sure. Maybe I should change it up. And sometimes I got nothing to post. So just changing your profile picture is something to do just so people yeah. remember that you exist change on there. Change it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, listen, we're all weasels looking for likes here <laughs> on Facebook. Uh, both those of us that do a show and those of us just in just life. Just people in, in general, yeah. So I changed the uh, picture and I did one of me in the studio. And everybody said, because I was wearing a, a vest and I think a tie, I happened to be dressed up that day. And I thought I looked kind of... You know, like Walter Cronkite or sure, something. I thought I looked like serious. a dignified broadcaster, like, good evening, yeah. man landed on the moon tonight. It's a historic day in America. And everybody's making fun of me. They're like, what is this picture? Joe is like, hum, hum. Yeah. What is it? So I, I left it up. You know, I wasn't going to let them tear me down, but I left it up for, I don't know, a month or so. A while. month, yeah. maybe two months. Yeah. And I just said, well, I got this other picture. I'm just scrolling through my phone. I took a selfie and I think I'd already posted it. It was just a picture here in the studio with my, with the microphone. Your headphones on. And I was yeah. like, this is kind of a cool picture mm-hmm. and i'm not somebody who does a big smile i'm not goofy no no you don't I'm do not, the duck lips yeah no. right i don't do any of that stuff <laughs> so i thought this was i look kind of i don't look half bad in this picture sure. and it's just my head so you can't see my beer gut <laughs> so i posted this as my new picture i thought so, it was a good as soon picture. as it happens i start boom boom and it's mm-hmm. been going on now for three or four days people are trolling me on this picture it's just a picture of me with my headphones on and the microphone there's nothing fun i'm not wearing anything goofy no there's nothing goofy in the background i don't have anything wrong with my face that i can see and i got people saying some means that one guy says uh npr called hey you have another one do they make several things that'll help you with that. I think I said ouch to that, didn't I? Yeah. What's that growth on the left side of your head? You should get that checked out. I is think it- he meant the headphone, the earphone, oh, you know? But okay. still, like, what do I look? This picture scares me. I got into radio because it looks fun. Oh, my God. Someone <laughs> like- said it scares me? Yeah. Do I look scary in this picture? I look mean? No, I don't think you look scary. I mean, you look serious, right. but you don't look scary i don't i I wasn't even going for serious i was trying to do that you don't have a guy grinning on the front of a bottle of giorgio armani (laughs) cologne i was kind of going for that sort of deal you know that kind of vibe you look you do look serious but you don't look like you're not having fun or that it's i think it's a good picture of you i don't know what that's about what is this issue that people have it starts with your mother when you were a kid (laughs) and then it continues now clearly here in adulthood yeah where people if you don't smile in the picture Mm -hmm. they give you grief Mm -hmm. unless you're a supermodel you know unless you're a male model on yeah. the Calvin Klein ad in Times Square. And then it's okay to have a serious, oh, sure. I'm serious. But otherwise, I'm just like, why don't you smile on your picture? I don't know. I'm not a happy-go-lucky kind of guy. I don't like smiling either because it makes my cheeks look whiter than they already are. So I prefer Fine. not to smile. I just think people, but- at least me, I think I look like a stooge when I'm, <laughs> I'm just grinning in the picture. I don't know. I mean, I'll smile if I'm in a group picture, I guess. Sure, but- I hear you. No, I, I I, thought it was pretty mean, if I'm being honest. And I'm usually I'm usually the one kind of picking on you. And I was like, what is this about? Like, but it's listen, just a Facebook is. Sure. Facebook is for other people. Do I take it down? I don't want to do that. Be swayed by the crowd, but maybe I should be. I don't, I don't know. know. I think the one that was most liked was the one of me and you, so maybe you should just go with that. Oh, maybe this is part of your master plan. <laughs> Reaching out to people, telling them to troll me. Oh, yeah. I'm get a picture of you back up yeah, there. Yeah, that's right. Like, as a matter of fact, just put the picture of me. You don't even need to be in it. Be like, this is how much I love my beautiful wife. I'm not even in the picture. <laughs> Woke up this morning to the news that Kevin Durant leaving the Brooklyn Nets Turn off says his alarm went off two o'clock in the morning. Everybody sending up notes going, You see what just happened with the Nets? So that kind of changes their whole strategy. A little bit. Yeah, they're going to be terrible again. (laughs) Seems that way. You know what? But you know what? All is right with the world. The Nets are supposed to be terrible. 
Well, I'm not sure the Nets fans would agree with you on that one, but yeah. Where's he uh, going? Know the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Okay. Who knows? Get him out. So you know the funny <laughs> thing is, is that one of the one of the funniest things that Chris Christie ever said was when they were moving from New Jersey to Brooklyn, and once some reporter caught up with them that day and said, uh, and said, Governor, what do you think of the Nets moving to Brooklyn? And he said, Well, they're Brooklyn's problem now. <laughs> oh. uh, that is your issue, right? Is that they were a Jersey team that abandoned our great Garden well, State. Originally, they were called the New Jersey Americans back a million years ago, and they played up in Teaneck at the Teaneck Armory. And then they moved out to Long Island, and they played like in four different buildings out there until Nassau Coliseum was built. Then they didn't like that, and they left there, and they came to New Jersey because they were building the then Brendan Byrne Arena, now which is, of course, Continental, the Meadowlands Arena. So they were coming back to that. They played at Rutgers for like five years while that was happening. Then they left Rutgers and moved on up to Rutherford, played there, until they closed that, then played in Newark for two years, <laughs> and then they went back out to uh, to Brooklyn. Then they went to Brooklyn. Right. So they've played at every building except for Madison Square Garden. Mm. I didn't uh, realize I was, all that history. That's interesting. When they moved, I I, I laughed. I said they should call them the New York Carpetbaggers. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I guess Joe doesn't care about this at all. No, I, I listen. I was as big a net fan as there was. I went out to L.A. when they were in the finals. I went to the Staples Center and watched them play in the in the finals out in Los Angeles. I mean, I was I was as big a uh, big a net fan as there was. But you know, hey, you leave here, you're done with it. You get out. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> imagine, what, imagine what happens when I get fired. Joe will never speak to me again. <laughs> no, no, I'm afraid you're a friend now. So, oh, that was wow, like so was just, nice. And it was also... just so totally insincere and smarmy <laughs> in every possible way. What I thought was uh, most interesting, though, about the <laughs> about the stories, I believe Kevin Durant was not a free agent, right? Is this a deal where they bought out his contract? I think it is. Uh, uh, no, they they traded him. Oh, he was just oh, under just a trade. trade. It's a okay. straight-up trade. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought, again, I know nothing about sports, as you know, but I thought you had to be a free agent to be eligible for no. a trade. Is that not the no, case? No, 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 no. All right, well, no, there you are. No. Mm-hmm. No, you have to play out your contract to be a free agent. Do we know much, how much he's making? I mean, I know it's a lot. A, a, a gazillion. A gazillion. We're talking Joe Nolan Channel 7 money is what we're talking about there. <laughs> the big bucks. No, uh, believe me, I wouldn't be sitting here if I had made even for a year what he made. <laughs> yeah. And I wouldn't blame you for a second, but you know. Kevin Durant's last contract, a four-year, I don't know, is this right? Kevin Durant's on a four-year contract for $194 million? Yeah. He has an average salary of $48,554,830. To play basketball. To play basketball. To play basketball. $48 million a year. That's what he bought. You know, I, I mean, obviously, Chernoff would know a lot more about any of this than I do. But yeah. still, it's... Uh, basketball. Um, Unbelievable. I just want to point out that those stadiums hold about 70,000 people on a good day, and we got three times the audience listening to this little dinky radio show. So just think about that. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't. We're bringing as a dinky radio show. We're bringing in more people to this stadium than you know a major professional oh, yeah. team is. Just think about oh, no that. problem. Yeah. See, Joe didn't want to get into it, but I was trying to. I was trying to get him to talk about the fact that he's a little bitter that he's not on TV all the time anymore. <laughs> I mean, he's got his online thing, but I just right. Trying okay. to, I was trying to get him worked up. Did you no. catch that? You're trying to poke the bear. <laughs> and he just quit poking the bear. He just ignored. It. He's like, yeah, there's an accident out yeah. there, but you know, it's not a populated area. <laughs> <laughs> not what he said a minute ago. No, it's not. It's okay, though. It's all right. What he said was, I'd like to run outside in my underpants and see if the traffic copter picks me up. And I'd be like, hey! Nah! <laughs> uh, uh, I would love to see that, honestly. I wouldn't. I don't, no one wants to see that. be great TV. Well, yeah, that's Come true. Come on. That'd be so fun to see on your TV. Think, Anybody doing that. I think poor Joe had lost it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
<laughs> I love him. I feel bad. I shouldn't no. tease him. And that was, he was sincere, right? He's still going to talk to me, right? If, if ever we move to of California. He is. Well, well, first of all, we're not moving to California. No, but of course he'll still talk to you. Okay. You know, these things uh, get me emotional, right? I try and play them off, but. Why? Well, I just want to. Well, we're not going anywhere, first of all. I understand but, like, that. What, what but, is your issue? Because I think Joe hates me because I'm kind of you a jerk. You think everybody so, hates you. You think I hate you and I'm married to you. <laughs> Every day. You're like, well, are you mad at me? Like, no, I'm making dinner. What? Well, listen, I hate me. So What's the matter? I guess there's that. <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, by the way, speaking of Joe, we didn't find that clip of him on Jimmy Kimmel that he was referencing yesterday, right? It's you, just impossible to find. You know what? I searched for a good two hours yesterday, and I could not find it. I think without having the exact date or yeah. the—maybe we can ask him who the guest was on the show because that might—I know he said he, he Sarah Silverman was there, but they were dating, so I don't think she was the guest. She's so just on all the time? It's really hard to find something or anything on YouTube because there's so many videos on you there. You can't just get doing... uh, full episodes either, right? He doesn't just post the whole thing out there. They're all copyrighted. Well, I think I think when they're, because I think it's, he said it was 16 years old. I think at that point you probably can find I don't know about larger that. clips. I'm not sure though, but I'm, if we knew the the date or even the month and the, the guest, we'd be able to find right. it. But We'll do some more investigative. I spent, I, I spent a long time yesterday <laughs> looking and I could not find it. Investigative journalism today, trying to figure <laughs> yes. this out. Well, we brought it up to Sarah Silverman. Yes, the former partner of Jimmy Kimmel is out on tour. She probably hates that. You know, her publicist would be flipping out that we were mentioning the relationship. That is, she hasn't been with Jimmy for a long time. Well, you know I, don't, I, mean? I don't think they have a bad relationship, though. From what, yeah. from what I've heard, I mean, I think they ended amicably. So I think, I think it's okay. But she does, certainly doesn't want to be known as Jimmy Kimmel's ex-girlfriend. Well, she's got a, she's a what's the first thing I thought of when I saw that we had some tickets to see her? I mean, she's very funny, but anyhow, she's going to be at the Basie Center for the Arts. April 8th, those tickets go on sale tomorrow, but we got them for you today again. So win them before you can buy them. Uh, Sarah Silverman tickets for this comedy show. Coming out of the Boss Ticket window, we'll do that about uh, 7.20. Okay. I will give you digit number two in just a few moments here. Try and crack the code, win some cash. We got tips of your toddler, some phone callers lined up, and it's a controversial tips of your toddler today, by mm, the way. Of course, those great stories that happened to the person when they were a little kid or when they were drunk. We'll do he said, she said. at 750. We'll have mom confessions, 720, 920, and a whole bunch more. But right now, yes, it's time for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. One of our favorite features of the day, because it's so nice to see uh, you know, fun little events you might not otherwise hear about going yes. on around the region, around the area, in mm-hmm. towns, municipalities, boroughs, villages. <laughs> near this great radio station. Yeah. If you have one you'd like us to share, you can always text it to us. Boss Text Connect is 732-774-4444. Direct messages on the Facebook at 1071theboss or the station website, which, of course, is 1071theboss.com. You can always look at uh, station events, community events, a complete listing right there for local organizations, businesses, community groups, charities, and even where the boss roadies are going to be on tour handing out prizes. Mm-hmm. Lucky's Bed and Biscuit in Manahawkin is hosting their Valentine's Day party. Oh, that's cute. See what it is? Because they're doggies. They it's a paws. potty. I see that. It's a Valentine's party. It's a little potty. It's not a party. It's a potty. <laughs> Goes through Valentine's Day. Starts up today, 7 to 7 each day at the Bed and Biscuit. Special snacks for your doggies, crafts, candy grams, pictures, and more. LuckySBB.com for the info. Union Beach First Aid Squad Valentine's Day Flower Sale Fundraiser. That starts up on Monday and runs through Tuesday of next week. That's Highway 36 Union Ave, the old Bank of America location, they tell us. Oh, okay. Dozens of roses or a dozen roses starting at $20, and all proceeds go to support the Union Beach EMS. They have dozens, but you can buy a dozen for 20 (laughs) And it's for a great cause, and your sweetheart will love it, right? Yes. Union Beach EMS Operations on Facebook. 
Facebook. Just search that. That's Union BGMS Operations for more info. Chris and Jamie Kish welcome Presley Gale into the world prematurely mm. at 34 weeks. And she's dealing with some health problems. Well, after some surgeries, the Kish family is still uh, living at the Children's Hospital down in uh, Philadelphia. That was the closest hospital that could take care of what's going on uh, with Jamie. So they got a road ahead and their friends and family putting together a fundraiser to help them with hospital bills and the travel expenses to get down to Philadelphia and all of that. It's going to be at the Shore House Tavern in Point Beach on the 19th from 1 to 4. You'll get food and drinks with your ticket price, live music, and an auction. And it all goes to help the family and what they're going through. Shore House Tavern on Facebook. For more info, they sent that to us, wanted to pass that along. Yes. And there you go. Just a couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Well, it's a Thursday tradition. Matter of fact, we got an interesting uh, text message. Someone said they were traveling, heard a radio station out west. They said they heard them doing something similar. So once again, I'm being ripped off (laughs) and I should be making bank. I should be able to retire in Palm Beach. Yeah. Joey and Lauren. I'm sure it wasn't as good. Sam, though. Alex, and Murphy. All these goofball <laughs> shows are like, we're on six to four stations in a town of 10 people. <laughs> and then they come here, they listen to the boss, they write it, they're like, oh, write that down, tipsy or toddler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why they sound like Foghorn Leghorn. I don't know why. They go back to their little small town shows and they rip us off. It happens. But the OG, the originator, not the imitator. Mm. This it- is tipsy or toddler. We have once again lined up some phone callers here. Each of them has an outlandish story, much like the one I just gave you. <laughs> They say the best form of, of flattery is imitation, yeah. right? Yeah, I can all just best write me a check, right? Each of these people have a crazy story. It's up to us to figure, did it happen to them when they were a little kid, mm-hmm. a, i.e. a toddler, right? or when they were a drunk adult? Right. Someone who'd had just a little too much. Ooh. Tips of your toddler. Line one, this is Pete. I crapped my pants <laughs> during a haircut. Sure. That's gross. Happens all the time on... Easy. I hope you were a little kid. You were getting your hair cut. Maybe you still had a diaper on at that age. That's I'm that's gonna go yucky. little kid. Although I gotta, I'm secretly hoping that I'm wrong. No, Pete? I was a drunk at the oh. Mexican restaurant, cheap place next door. Ugh. I had too many margaritas. Didn't mix well with the enchiladas, <laughs> and I was nice and relaxed. And I thought it was a fart. It turned out to be a shark. <laughs> no. I didn't say anything, but the barber noticed, and I noticed he kept checking his trash can to see what the smell was. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And he just sat there and get the rest of the haircut done. I got to be honest. You shouldn't be getting your haircut after having drinks. That just seems like bad decisions are going to happen. Yeah. Even if you didn't shart. I mean, there are bad decisions that are going to happen there. Be that as it may, I have to tell you, this story should not make me feel this way. I'd really like to go have an enchilada and a margarita. <laughs> it should not have made me hungry, but it did. And I think I've learned a little something about myself. Okay. That's the kind of magic that happens here on the original mm-hmm. Tips of Your Toddler. Yeah. Right here on this show. Let's go to line three. Here's Marco. I put on a Superman cape and jumped down a flight of stairs breaking my arm. <laughs> you were a little kid. Marco from Freehold. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say you were kid. a little kid as well. Yeah. Although, again, I hope, <laughs> I'm hoping secretly that you are a drunk adult, sir. I was a drunk adult. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Superman cape was for a little kid. Oh, so a little kid Superman cape. <laughs> a little Halloween Broke costume. Your arm. Yeah, man, that's pretty good. It's not good. I would add, if you would like to be on Tips of Your Toddler, you know, you can always text us, 732-774-4444. We don't always, uh, we like to have these people rehearse. Sure. We, don't, we don't want you to say anything uh, that might get us uh, in trouble with the Federal Communications Commission, you know, yes. something so lewd and inappropriate that it We could... can use a different name, too, if you're yeah. too embarrassed right. to put your name on there. That's okay. It's all right. I understand. Like, if you sharded in the barber chair, that's, you know. Well, Pete had no problem, did he? <laughs> no, he did not. Let's go back to line one. <laughs> I broke my collarbone diving over a 
couch pretending to be a cop taking cover from enemy fire. Oh, what? <laughs> See why we rehearse these things? Enemy fire? Outlandish. What? Well, uh, I think he's imagining he's in like a shootout, you know? Okay. Like in uh, Criminal Minds or something. I guess I'm going to go little kid. I'm going to say drunk adult. <laughs> I think you're drunk adult. I was definitely a drunk adult. Yep. My college roommate found out you got to law school. So what do you do to celebrate? Jager bombs, of course. Ugh. And we apparently did a few too many. Yep. I wanted to be a lawyer, obviously, but it got to a point where I decided I was going to pretend to be a cop. I was exchanging fire with criminals. And I needed to take cover and thought I was making a smooth move over the couch and uh-huh. judge my jump. And shocker. When I landed, I landed right on my shoulder and snapped my collarbone. Well, I'm sorry that happened Ouch. to you. And thank you for taking the time to prepare that story just so nice. Yes, that was nice. And letting me know I needed to hit the bleep button. So uh, there you are. Ouch. Time for one or two more here. Tipsy or toddler? I broke my friend's grandmother's urn. Oh, boy. <gasps> We've had similar stories oh, like this. Remember there was yeah. a kid, I think he hit his grandma's friend in the face yes. with a yo-yo or something like well, that? this is the urn, though. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna say you. I keep I keep saying little kid, and it's wrong. But I I truly feel like this is a little kid move. This is why this should not be in the house. Okay, <laughs> it doesn't belong in the house. Well, what would, what would you do with the? I urn? don't know. It needs to be <laughs> in a mausoleum or something. There's no reason for this to be at the house. But if it did somehow happen, <sighs> I think the first thing I would do is put on a face mask because I don't want to be breathing that stuff in. Well, I think they put it in a bag first, so it's in a bag and then in the urn. I don't know why I know this, but so it doesn't usually just. Okay. Maybe. I but don't know. But if it know. did fly out, first thing know. I'm doing is trying not to inhale. Second thing yeah. I'm doing is getting yeah. the dust buster because then you can just, <laughs> you're going to get it all in there and then you can just dump it back in the urn when you're done. I mean, you got you can't. It's grandma with a little dust in there, you know, it's fine. What are you going to do? You got a little cat hair, you got a little grandma. <laughs> oh, God. Well, what's the deal? I was a drunk adult. Oh. We were home for spring break and I was at my best friend's who was throwing a party while her parents were gone and we were playing charades and was trying to describe the Statue of Liberty, and there was something on the fireplace that I thought looked like a torch. So I went to grab it, and I didn't have a solid grip, and down it went. Shattered all over the floor, and a big ash cloud of brandy ended the night. Oh, Oh my God. There was no bag, huh? There was no bag. She's like, there's no bag. There's no no, no bag. in the urn. Granny! Oh, well, we uh, wow. we really shouldn't end on that note, but we're out of time. So Ugh. unfortunately, we'll have to be back for another edition of the original, the real, yes. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Tipsy or toddler, thank you as always for sharing your stories with us. Speaking of uh, big money, you watching all this intrigue over there at Disney? You know, I'm kind of a Disney buff. You are. I love Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse is my guy growing up, so I've always been a bit of a Disney buff, and I'm watching, uh, it started around New Year's when they blew out the uh, CEO, brought back the Maybe guy Bob that he replaced. Iger. Bob Iger replaced a guy named Bob Chapek, and now they're uh, laying off 3% of the workforce. Oh. They've lost $50 billion. $50 billion. Really? Between the parks and the movies and over, over the past two years. Now, granted, I'm sure COVID had something to do with that because well, they sure, lost the people. the parks were closed for so long. Right. I, I just read, I think it was yesterday, that they announced sequels to Frozen and to Toy Story. There's going to be a Toy Story 5. So yep. it's interesting to me that they're... They're, you know, doing sequels of these movies that probably don't need sequels. Meanwhile, they're laying off. Well, Bob Iger said, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. That is part of his uh, strategy is they're trying to streamline costs with uh, personnel, first of all, and then uh, try and find, you know, uh, franchises that they think have money. So, in other words, some of the uh, like that strange world we saw that with the kids was out last year. And they didn't make it, lost some money. And, uh, the- but, they're, you know, I think one of their big issues is they're not bringing them to theaters anymore. No. They don't bring the. They just put them right to Disney Plus. And I grant you, not everyone goes to the theater anymore. But as a parent of 
of younger children, yeah. going to the movies is one of those things that's super easy to do in the winter. Sure. It gets them out of the house. Even if it's, a, honestly, last weekend, we were just looking for a movie because it was cold. We didn't want to go out. There was nothing to do. We had to get out of the house just looking for anything in the theater to take them to, to go and see. And there was nothing. There was nothing to take them to see. So it's. I think that that is a big loss in their part by doing that because I don't want to sit home with my kids anymore. I want to get them out of the house, even if they're watching a movie. I know, but it looked like there was a paradigm shift in the business. Everything was going to streaming, and I think that's what it did that. Think but that's, that's, I, 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 I understand for adults, maybe you don't want to get up and get out, off your couch, but when you got a six-year-old who's screaming and bouncing off the walls, <laughs> you even if they're bouncing off the walls in the theater, at least it's not in your house. So I think that that's something that that they really need to look into is bringing them back to the movie theater. Well, Disney Plus has lost subscribers, significant subscribers for the first time since they launched the service back in 2019. It lost almost 3 million users Well, you know why? Over the past year. They bring the movies to Disney Plus and and maybe I'm not right. Maybe I'm wrong. But they they bring the movies to Disney Plus so you pay for the subscription and then you have to pay 20 bucks for the movies that come out. But they're not releasing them in theaters but you still want me to pay 20 bucks and my kid is bouncing off the walls? Are you out of your mind? Mind? Bye. Are you okay? Well, I'm just saying they're losing all this money, and this is not that difficult. They, what they need to do is hey, get a Bob. Listen, I yes, gotta, get a bunch of moms in there, and let me tell you how to run Disney, Bob. Okay? Can you imagine a bunch of moms going to the boardroom? Let me tell you. Tell all these old white guys what they're yes, up to. Yes, let me tell. It would work because we know what our kids want to do, and it's not stand in line for ten hours. And I don't want to spend ten grand to come to your to your park, and I don't want to pay twenty bucks to watch a movie on my living room while I got to make my own popcorn and watch my kids draw on the wall. What are you doing? You were correct. They're working on Toy Story 5, Frozen 3, and Zootopia Part 2, part of the strategy of milking everything the successful franchises are worth. They're also talking about selling off Marvel and or Star Wars. Make that money back. That'd be kind of funny if George Lucas ends up getting Star Wars back. <laughs> also, if that's not enough, this is a, you know that show Succession? There should yes. be a, there should be a whole, sh- I don't know, something about this. It's so fascinating, all this corporate intrigue. There's a billionaire, his name is Nelson Peltz. Uh, he is attempting to negotiate getting one of the Disney board members thrown off the board so he can get on the board. Interesting. <laughs> and he's got he thinks he has enough of the other board members uh, if he could get on the board where they could then vote Iger out and he could become the CEO. Oh, so, you're kidding? No. So there's just so Look much at those going. Politics. I know. <laughs> Interesting. Gorsh. Gorsh. I had no idea. So, <laughs> there you are. Time for hashtag mom. Confessions. Every morning, seven twenty and nine twenty, we hear from moms. We search that hashtag on the socials and we share them here, just like this. Maybe one. Of these days we'll find a mom on the Disney panel. You just there the you parent go. panel. You'll never know. Maggie Rutherford said parenting on weekdays is waking up with a headache and then dropping your headache off to school. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. At Greenie Bits 33 said Nope, I don't want to hear about Greenie at Bits. Ke- <laughs> at I Hide from My Kids sure. said my mom once slept ketchup and cheese and wonder bread and called it pizza. And my <laughs> kids are complaining that their sushi isn't cut to their satisfaction. Well, maybe you get some of this uh, granny apple pizza with the fennel, <laughs> see if the kids will eat the caramelized onions. All right, go ahead. What's Greenie Bit got to say, Alpha? I feel bad. I-, I know grades don't necessarily determine future success, but my daughter's preschool teacher drew a big star on her work se- sheet. So obviously she's going to be a doctor. Oh, for sure. She's headed right to Harvard Medical School. Absolutely. Greenie bits. I hate some of these handles. I don't know what people come up with. <laughs> this is why everything on Twitter is so screwed up. Hashtag mom. Confessions. Every morning, 720 and 920. Send one in. You might hear yours right well, here. The craziness going on at the uh, Walt Disney Company. Yeah. Apparently, there is a parent panel. I did yeah, not I did I not know that, yeah. where they invite 
uh, parents who join this group. I guess it's like the PTA for Disney, <laughs> where they say, what do you like about the park? Is, mm-hmm. is the small world after all as annoying as we think it is? You know what I'm saying? I wonder if you get free tickets if you're on the parent panel. We had somebody uh, text us about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michael said that he's he's been attempting to get on the parent panel for a few years and he hasn't been able to do it but it's it's called just called a parent panel you gotta know somebody don't you think this is like people they spend 10 years trying to get tickets to broadway shows or whatever and they they can't get them you know what i mean yeah oh i'm sure it's it's ridiculous because i bet they do they probably get first look at the movies before they're released and free tickets to the park and i'm sure there's all kinds of perks like if your kid plays soccer with bob Iger's son you're gonna get on the panel panel. (laughs) you know your wife's on the panel before you know rochelle would be oh of course it's kind of interesting no no, i get that there are a lot of people also think part of disney problem is they get involved in politics down there. Yeah. You know that guy they think is running for president, Ron DeSantis in Florida? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He uh, Tomorrow, there is a vote in the uh, Florida legislature whether or not DeSantis gets to take over the uh, board that runs... So this is interesting, right? You say uh, Disney is Orlando, right? Yeah. If you're going to take the family to go to Disney World, you're going to Orlando? Yes. It is not Orlando. No, it's not. There's a little district that is part of a borough of Orlando. Mm-hmm. And because Disney is runs like 98.9% of it, they basically had a deal with the state where they don't participate in... They inst- pay their own taxes and they do. They, they right? tax they themselves. They do right. their, and then they basically <laughs> write a check to the state and go, here you go, have a nice day. Right, right. Don't let the door hit your ass on the well, way out. you know what? They bring so much tourism to the state and yeah. so much money that I guess I understand them getting some sort of a break because they are bringing income they're, they're it's not just jobs, a break but, they are self-governing in this district and there's crazy. there's really other than like the native american place you know there's nothing else that governs itself under yes. the u.s you know the continental u.s right. so this would be a big deal if the state votes to take that right away and have it go back but that would then mean uh the state gets the debt I'm oh, sure there are taxpayers that all of a sudden are going to see their taxes go up, and that would not be a very oh, popular because move. because Disney though. is in debt. Oh, interesting. Well, yeah, but they manage their own finances, and so all of a sudden, all of that uh, onus goes back to they're going to have to provide fire and yeah. uh, water and trash pickup, and all of that would then go to the state having to handle well, it. Well, and you know? Florida is only like one of two states that doesn't have state sales tax, too, right? I don't know. There might be more I don't than think, that. But... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I but know again, none of that, nothing that the governor does right now applies to that little district where the parks are. Because interesting. They, were, they get this sweetheart deal years ago where they get to run themselves and DeSantis <laughs> is like, well, no, no more. <laughs> You're going to bust my chops, I'm going to bust your chops. Yeah. But they don't think it's going to pass because it would make the taxes go up, you know? So. Yeah, and nobody's nobody wants so that. This, this Disney thing, there absolutely should be like a five-part documentary series. It's so... It's, you know, it is fascinating. Happiest place on earth. Everybody's backstabbing and, you know, <laughs> guy gets... With a debt. <laughs> oh, there's a guy who gets thrown off a space mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's a good story this morning. Listen to this. Found this in the uh, Asbury Park Press. There's a guy from Tom's River. His name is Sean Duffield. He went on a trip to Italy and was so inspired by the trip, he decided he was going to come up with the world's most perfect pizza. No. Today is National Pizza Day, and he's in the paper because he's created a uh, pizza that has won the Francis Ford Coppola. That's the Godfather guy. Mm -hmm. Does a perfect pizza contest, and they award the... uh, you know, the winners of this every yes. year on Pizza Day. And this guy won. He's, again, from Tom's River, Sean Duffield. Not an Italian, but just spent time in Italy. Yeah. It's a thin crust pie with three cheeses, including uh, feta and mozzarella, Ooh. and then a third secret cheese, Granny Smith apples and caramelized onion and fennel. Interesting. I can tell you, the apples on the pizza look absolutely freaking delicious. Interesting. I would try that pizza. I would try, I would try that just out of curiosity because I would think that apples would make it soggy, but that's. Now, that you would think really me being a, a traditionalist, someone who is very proud of his Italian American heritage, well, would be, but I like Hawaiian it's pizza. pizza. I would try this apple pizza. It's, it's pizza. 
That sounds pretty good. <laughs> Any type of pizza. I've never met a pizza that wasn't good. <laughs> it's like an eye pizza. It's an apple pizza. Yeah, that's interesting. It's the eye pizza. <laughs> and after two years, you need to buy a new one. Yeah. If you have a birthday, get a little kid in the family, grandkid, uh, other family member, you want to wish mom happy birthday, whatever, uh, feel free to let us know. We'll include you in the birthday file right mm-hmm. next to Joe Pesci. 732-774-4444. Anytime. Now, keep that number handy because here we go. It's He Said... She said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Mentioned today is National Pizza Day. We had that story a little while ago about the guy in Tom's River just won the Francis Ford Coppola Award for uh, Best Pizza. Yeah. It's a granny apple pizza with fennel and onions and three different cheeses, including a secret special cheese. Yes. That just sounds great. So get us thinking, though. Get us thinking. Because some people are, you know. It's got to be a margarita pizza, or it's got to be the mm-hmm. you know, the focaccia without the marinara sauce. Yeah. Everybody's got their very particular way. Some people say just the New York slice with the pepperoni and cheese. I call that the Ninja Turtle pizza. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, the drippy cheese? The quintessential street corner New York pizza. Yes. Depends what you're into, but is there an unusual pizza topping mm. that you think is absolutely delicious that you like to add in? Maybe I, it's something you can't even get in the store. It's something yeah. you just do at home when you make yourself a little pie. I haven't met a pizza that I really don't like, <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, that is fair. Uh, I once tried a taco pizza that was delicious, and it had guac on the bottom as the sauce, and mm. then ground beef and cheese and black olives, and then sour cream kind of swirled over the top on pizza dough. Oh, boy. It was delicious. Kind of odd, yeah. but it was delicious. But I think my favorite odd topping, and it's really not that odd, but it's just something I wouldn't get every day because it's it just wouldn't, would be, I really like fig jam or whole figs mm. cooked on a pizza with like a, a tangy cheese, like a feta or a rigot, <laughs> as you would say. That's not what I would say. I know. That's what your girl Gianna <laughs> de Lorantas would say. <laughs> but I do I do like that. It's just not something I could eat every day, whereas <laughs> just like a cheese pizza I could eat every day. But I will say, and, and I, I know, I know I'm going to get people hating me for this. Doesn't matter what's on your pizza. Doesn't matter. It needs to be dipped in ranch every time. Dip it yeah. ranch. I mean, listen, it doesn't taste bad, but that so is... that might be odd for some people. It is odd I, for some people, It's though. ranch on my pizza. As long as you acknowledge that it is not a... It's not a usual thing. everybody thing. does. I know. just... I, I think... I, I really like it. It started because I like ranch a lot. You want a dipping sauce for all of I your do. meals. I love dipping sauce. Whatever you're eating, you want to dip it in something. I also like that when your pizza comes out and it's piping hot, you can dip it in the cool ranch. Can't argue with that. Calms it down. Can't argue with that. Oh, it's so good. I have never met a person who likes uh, <laughs> chocolate more than you. Yeah. How would you feel about chocolate over uh, like Hershey oh, syrup? Dessert on pizza. The- yeah, dessert pizza is fantastic. Yeah. And you do the crust. On there, you'll do a little cinnamon sugar, glaze it with the butter, and then do you cinnamon see, this sugar. This is like, those, uh, is, is like those chocolate Ooh. espresso martinis. You know what I mean? Like they're tasty. There's like the chocolate under me. There's nothing wrong with pizza, nothing wrong with chocolate. You put them together, it's just do. Should they go together? You know, it's not just. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, like it, here's the thing. Once you start veering away from like it's taco pizza is a taco pizza, but it's. Is it really pizza? I don't know. Is it a taco? I don't know. So it's it's kind of hard to say. But if you're just speaking specific toppings, yeah. I like figs, which is kind of a weird thing to put on pizza. Let me put it to you this way. I like a nice pocket square from getting dressed up, but I'm not wearing it every single day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't know if it completely makes sense. But is there an unusual or maybe your favorite unusual pizza topping? Do you have one? You usually just like cheese, but is there? A- I like all kinds of things. I mean, I, yeah. I I would try. I mean, I would try the chocolate. I mean, I, it's yeah. just a. Diff- it's not a pizza. That's a dessert that happens to be a pizza. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I mean, I love Hawaiian pizza, and yeah. I know that there. Never mind my 
Italian compadres. People oh, go ballistic about it. I know. You you, there's no lo- fruit on pizza. You love it or you hate it. I think Hawaiian peach is delicious, and I yeah. think that the uh, and I, I don't like pineapple otherwise. But yeah. I just think the pineapple picks up the uh, the, it, the it acid caram- and the marinara sauce from the tomato. Oh, oh, it's so good. Mwah, beautiful. But that's just me. Unusual pizza topping. Your favorite. What do you say? This is how we're celebrating pizza day. How do you answer that? 732-774-4444. I got all lines ringing right now, but try back <laughs> and we'll get you through. You can also text the same number, Boss Text Connect, 774-4444. Facebook. This is kind of interesting. Got a list here for this weekend of uh, things you can bet on out of the big game out in Vegas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I imagine you can go to uh, Atlantic City and place your bet or yeah. whatever it is. But anyway, if you're looking up. Not only just on who's going to win the game, but length of the national anthem. Yep. Interesting. I, I suppose, depending how you sing it, it can vary in yeah. time, and you can guess exactly how long it's going to be. They actually place a bet on that. It'll be the country singer, who you might have seen doing the Motown thing on the Grammys the other night, Chris Stapleton. Oh, he's good. Well, then good. it's going to be pretty close to... Um, yeah, he'll keep it'll it. It'll be pretty close. Yeah. He'll keep it tried and true, I think. To the two, what is it, 238, I think it is. Is that a? I did not realize that. Is there kind of a set time where everyone knows how long the national anthem is supposed to be? One thir- maybe it's one thirty-eight. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed there. There is a. Uh, and again, no one would know this unless you sit in the in the booth every every week. Um, it's it's um, everybody. There's a there. Yeah, there's a specific time that everybody says huh. it is. This is not a bet, but I did also uh, pull a list here since we're talking about the uh, Star Spangled Banner of the best performances of all time. Oh yes, and of course uh, Whitney, no, Whitney Houston yeah. is ranked number one. No, but, uh, no, no doubt. But people like uh, Gladys Knight, believe it or not, Backstreet Boys came in number ten on yeah. this list. Jennifer Hudson, Beyonce, and yep. Faith Hill are on there too. From Smooth.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other things you can bet on: the Gatorade color when the winning coach gets a Gatorade <laughs> shower when the team dumps it on his head. Yeah. What color will it be? Orange right now is the odds-on favorite for Vegas uh, bookmakers, three to one. Purple is the underdog at eight to one. I'm going yellow. <laughs> I would think blue would be blue is 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 like the most popular, isn't it? Well, that's what I thought. But orange has got the uh, three to one odds. So huh. I, don't know. I don't know. It's almost always I. You know I I don't do that one because that one's stupid. But <laughs> I do the um, I do the uh, coin toss every 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 year. Sure. Oh, what it will what toss. it will land on? Yeah, heads or tails. Yeah. Interesting. It's so crazy. Well, it's a 50, you can 50 shot. Right. You know? right. Red or blue or red or black. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Look at this. Which of the two brothers uh, will hug their moms first? You know, because the QBs well, are Whatever brothers, one right? wins first. Wins. Because <laughs> the other one will be miserable in the. In the uh, in and the, the mom's going to run up to the winning one first. They call that the Eli Manning syndrome, I think. Yeah. Uh, how many times will Whopper be said during the commercials? Apparently, uh, Burger King is the biggest advertiser this year, they're expecting. Oh, interesting. I, I, I didn't know that. Halftime show, you could bet on everything from costumes to who oh, might sure. come out as a special guest. Out. What will Rihanna, the uh, hip-hop singer, Rihanna's first song be? The uh, yep. leading guest right now is Please Don't Stop This Music. So, just a couple things you can bet on in Vegas. Will it rain? Will <laughs> That's it one rain? of them. Will it rain? Will it, you know, all kinds. It's crazy, which you can bet on. I would never yeah. think of any of this, but I like I'm to play the Lucky Sportsbook app, app now and see if what they've got on. on yeah, the phone, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I just like to play Lucky Sevens for 25 cents at the casino. That's about the extent <laughs> of my gambling, but, you know. 1071 The Boss. Jersey Shore traffic and weather. Matter of fact, I prefer the penny ones. <laughs> I really don't want to spend 25 cents a, a pull. <laughs> You know, I mean, there are so many other things to bet on right now. You know, the Super Bowl isn't even like one of the top ones because there's so many other things going on. All right, point and a half. Eagles are a point and a half favorite. Oh, are they? It's the first time I've looked at it. Yeah, first Interesting. time I've looked at it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, I've looked at the stats, and again, I'm not a big football guy, but I, I think the Chiefs might have the edge. I don't know. 
Actually, I don't see how the Eagles can lose, but that's just me. But, uh, you know, I'm wrong most of the time, so <laughs> don't pay attention to me. You should bet on whether or not Joe's going to be right. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> what, there's, uh, oh, there's, uh, I know you got to do other things, but there's a uh, Super Bowl specials. Here it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, they have all these things, non, a non-quarterback. Let's see what, this is, a, actually, this is a cool one. This is, on, this is worth putting a couple of bucks down on, plus two, 2,200. Any non-quarterback to throw a touchdown pass. Huh. Oh, okay. All so right. So, like, if they pitch it out and throw it out to, the, like, the Philly special a few years ago, it's plus 2,200. So, I mean, you make you do pretty well if you put $10 down on hmm. it. Interesting. That is the kind of yeah. thing you should bet on. You get a better yeah, chance exactly. of any, yeah. trying to bet on what song Rihanna's going to sing, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Already a big cash winner, Kenny in Oakhurst. He picked up some cash from the Boss Bank Vault. Two more chances today to win up to $500 free money from Jersey's Free Money Station. 1071 The Boss today. Crack the code, win the cash from the Boss Bank Vault. Let's get set for some money at work today. Or whatever you're doing today. Kind of a... Uh, discussion about this or he said she said people have very strong opinions about their pizza today's national pizza day got us thinking mm-hmm. there's a story a guy in tom's river just won an award for uh, making a pizza with granny apples fennel and onions and cheese what is your favorite unusual pizza topping got a text from 4664 that said put crab and broccoli on the dough no sauce add cheese then bake the pizza i'm on board with the crab and i'm on board with the broccoli i don't know if i want bro- it's not the in fact, it's on pizza. It's not that I want. I don't know that I want veggie and crab together. You, you know want what I'm saying? Veggie and crab together? No, I don't think so. I would like to, the crab would be fine. I like you, you, you do pizza, seafood man. pasta in it. Sometimes it has peas or broccoli or something in there. I don't know. No, I just feel like mixing the, the like broccoli and cheese, like broccoli and feta on a pizza. Mm-hmm. Great mm-hmm. crab or or shrimp or something on a pizza. Fine, but I just don't know that I want them together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But that has nothing to do with no, the I pizza. Hear ya. I, I, hear I just ya. don't want like a bowl of crab meat and broccoli either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that. <laughs> Sam said, I love a sunny side egg on a Hawaiian pizza. Yeah, okay. That could be good. I'd try that. Yeah. I'll I- tell you what uh, I'm thinking about as we're having this discussion. Mm. We went to a place in uh, Freehold a couple of years ago doing the radiothon over there. We do not live in Freehold, but we mm-hmm. go down there in a shop and stuff. And Rochelle randomly found this pizza place. And I got to tell you, here we are. What is this? Almost two years later. And I am still thinking about this pizza <laughs> they had. And I know a lot of places do it, but they're just so good. They had the... Uh, it was uh, a penne, but they had like a fettuccine sauce. It was a vodka penne. And it was a I, I, was it vodka? Was it pasta? It was, it was vodka it, sauce vodka, or was the uh, vodka sauce Alfredo? Penne. No, it was vodka sauce penne with Alfredo sauce pizza. Yeah, so okay, it had them it mixed. I remember the Alfredo. It was like a double layer pizza. That was maybe the most delicious. And as I'm eating it, I'm like, "There's an artery that is clogging right now." That box weighed I'm close, twelve pounds. Closer I'm to a heart attack than I was before I started eating this. But it is just maybe the best thing I've ever tasted. I honestly didn't even want to try it. It looked so oh. heavy. I didn't even oh. try it. I was like, "This is too much." The pizza was huge. Phenomenal. Huge pizza. I'll tell you another pizza I don't like, and I don't know that you can really get it here, but up in New England, they got the strip pizza, which oh, is room yeah. temperature pizza. With no cheese. No. With just, uh, with just the uh, the marinara sauce on it, but it's like, it, it's dry, because it's, yeah, it's air temperature is... pizza. They let it sit there, and so it gets kind of a totally different texture than what you're used to with a hot pizza. Right. That is gross. And the, the sauce, for the most part, is really tangy, and I don't know if that's just, if that's the way it's made, it's but like there's the just tomato no... tomato sauce is congealing, because it yeah, isn't heated. You know yeah, yeah, I mean? it's not good. And sometimes they just sprinkle Parmesan cheese on top of that. I never understood that, but that's a big thing up in New England. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's weird. Carol said, I dip my pizza in hummus. It doesn't matter what topping is on there. Hummus on the pizza. Sure. I get on board with that. Uh, I don't know. I love James, it. your unusual <laughs> pizza topping. We want to know. Uh, I mustard, like a, like a spicy mustard on leftover pizza. It's awesome. 
Oh, boy. I do like the sound of that. James, do you put it on top of the pizza or do you dip? Uh, either way is fine, but you can put it right on top and then fold it and eat it. Interesting. Oh, boy. All right, James. Thank you for checking in with us. Appreciate that. That's a great answer. All right. You're welcome. Have a good morning. You too, buddy. Hi, it's the boss. Hey, listen. I hear you talking about a pizzas. I, I got to tell you, I don't know if you're familiar with Lincroft at all, but there's a place called Joyce's Subs and Pizzas. It's a small little deli. Okay. They make one of the best breakfast pizzas you're ever going to have. Now, you say breakfast. What do you mean? What's on there? Eggs and bacon? It's, and what? It's, got, it's got bacon, pork roll, sausage, scrambled eggs, hash browns, peppers, oh. onions. It, it, it is unbelievable, man. You're going to eat that with a fork and knife, right? Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> that's interesting. I eat that. That's in Lindcroft, you said. Yeah, right in Lindcroft on 520. It is incredible. Interesting. Right. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Not a problem. Hi, right, it's a boss. Uh, how about some fresh garlic and some tomato on a white pie? Fresh garlic and tomato on a white pie, you say? Yes. Yes. No sauce. Yeah. It's basically cheese. It's baked with fresh garlic and tomato. Yeah. I don't know that that's all that unusual. That sounds just fine. Yeah, I know. I love it. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I'm a connoisseur of pizza myself, but it's, uh, that's pretty up there. I'll say that right now. <laughs> I get a little, <laughs> a little indigestion from that, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, your favorite unusual pizza topping. That's your he said. She said. What is it? 732-774-4444. We'll take more calls. Got a good one here. 774-4444. Call us, text us, both the same number, or Facebook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happy uh, Beatlesversary. I was reminded, oh. uh, looking back at uh, my Facebook memories, today is the Beatlesversary. It was this date 59 years ago, February the 9th, 1964, that 40% of every living American at the time, that's about 73.5 million people, were watching the Ed Sullivan Show. And now, hear that, now, now you kids be quiet, you promise. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles! And they made their first performance on US TV, and the rest is, uh, well, really just mm. human history, never mind rock and roll history, so... Were you watching that night, Joe? Do you remember that? You were a little kid. Actually, I do remember that. I was a little kid, but I do remember it. I remember it being a big deal because my parents let me stay up to watch the Beatles mm. on TV. I mean, I was little. When was that? 61? 64. Yeah, I was six. Oops. So, uh, but I remember that. I remember I had a I had a beetle wig that my aunt got me. <laughs> <laughs> I had I remember I, I, walking down West Side Avenue in Jersey City to a record store with my Aunt Mary, who's now 90-something years old, walking down that street to buy my copy of Meet the Beatles. Oh, that's cool. That's and I still cool. have it. I still have it somewhere in this house. It's somewhere. But, um, but yeah, I mean, crazy stuff uh, that you remember, you know, back in that, those, those, that was a long time ago. That was a big deal, though. And, uh, you know, oh, it was a big deal. I love Ed had, uh, if you look back at the little tape of the show, I've got the whole episode on uh, DVD. Ed Sullivan had on these plate, uh, plate spinners and, you know, there's like circus act. <laughs> you could just, they cut to the crowd and the kid, the teenager just like, when will this be over? We just want the Beatles <laughs> back on. Care. Why is it making us sit through the rest of this? They had like a performance from Oliver and, you know, some comedian and then the Beatles again. This is funny. And that's why you keep yeah, well, you, no, no, you kids promise, stop, stop <laughs> yep. screaming, you kids. And he'd sit with his arms folded. I love Ed Sullivan. He's a it was great. You know who that comedian was? Who's that? That was on that day. Do you? I don't know how much you're into Star Trek, but in in the the uh, villain in the Trouble with Triples episode of Star Trek was the guy who was the um, Klingon who was who was the guy who put the uh, uh, poison in the grain. I'm going to stop you right now. Not a clue what you're talking about, Joe. I oh, love, okay, but I anyway, love you. A lot but of I don't know. Do. Yeah. A lot of people do. A lot of people do, yeah. A lot of no, that was, well, the Trouble with Tribbles is probably their most, you know, famous episode. 
with all those little, you know, fuzzy things. But uh, but yeah, he was he was a comedian, and he said he said it was the most anticlimactic moment in the history of television, following the Beatles. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> what a bummer for him, honestly. Oh, I know, like, I know. Shoot. But, yeah, I know. But anyway, <laughs> and now a topo gigio. All right, exactly. That was actually good. Well done. Thank you. This has been fun today. National Pizza Day. And we were talking about this. started off because we were talking about the guy in uh, Tom's River who won a, a contest put on by Francis Ford Coppola's company, you know, the wine company he's got going, uh, on Best Pizza. And he won uh, for a granny apple pizza with fennel and onion mm. cheese. Yeah. You're thinking, what is your favorite unusual pizza topping? Eric said honey mustard, not honey mustard, but honey and mustard right. and barbecue chicken pizza. It's really hard to screw I, up a pizza. It doesn't sound, it's unusual, but it, it doesn't sound unusual, bad at all. It is unusual, but I, it's something I maybe never thought to put together, but sure. it does sound good. Sure. John said meatballs, but only if they're really good, taste great on pizza. I'll give you one. Uh, Swedish meatballs on a pizza. With the gravy? Oh, yeah. Real good. Interesting. Yeah. Not with the Swedish meatball gravy. You put the regular, you know. The, oh, the Swedish meatball. Yeah. I, Swedish, I the meatball Swedish meatball with gravy the, with the tomato sauce. Too, it's, oh, it's real good. Yeah, but you're probably right. Mm. I'm just saying sometimes they take a regular meatball and they slice it in half and that's the yeah, pizza. Yeah, yeah, These little Swedish meatballs, they push them into the cheese. Oh, yeah. it's good. It's, yeah. uh, another John on Facebook said there's a pizza called the Skippy Dare. It's a round white pie with peanut butter, bacon, and provolone cheese. Hmm. And this place has another one. It's a white pie with mashed potato, garlic, and jack cheese. Oh, gosh. Man, does that sound good? That sounds heavy. Uh, mashed potato on the pizza. A lot of carbs, but oh. boy, does that sound good. Right, let's go to line two. Hey, Robbie, what's up? How you doing? Mine's not pretty good. This is Michael. Michael. Um, I Mine's not really a topic. It might sound a little odd, but when I heard it, I said the same thing. Dude, you know, but amazing. Instead of tomato sauce. You put New England clam chowder. Huh. It's a clam pie. I oh. was hanging with a girlfriend one time, and there's a place in Roselle Park, Sun Tavern, yeah. and she goes, well, oh, let's go get some clam pie. And I was like, ooh, that don't sound good. And it was amazing. Yeah, I'm on board with that. I, I, I can see how that would be pretty good. That's a good idea. Do you put any, do you put cheese or anything? Yeah, you just put it? cheese, right? Yeah. You put, yeah, you put the New England clam chowder instead of the tomato sauce, yeah. and then you put your mozzarella on top. Bake it. Huh. Interesting. Mozzarella with the claim. I was thinking, uh, you know, just to, well, all right, I give all it a try. Right, I'm right, willing to try this right. up in Roselle Park, hey, you, you said. Wanna, you want to go a little step further and put a little Swiss or Gruyere? <laughs> oh, Gruyere <laughs> might be good. The little yeah. tang. The, the clam pie, I, I told you it sounded awful, but it was delicious. Mm. What do you think? Can go? Let's just do that for lunch. I'm not a huge fan of clam chowder, honestly. I'm telling you. Every time you've had seafood, though, despite your apprehension, you've enjoyed it. I know. I don't know on a pizza. I don't know. A little lobster on a pizza? Can't go wrong with that. It's your favorite unusual pizza topping. We'll go all day on the Facebook page at 1071 The Boss or the Text Connect, 774-4444. Thanks for all of these today. Man, this is, I'm starving. <laughs> he said. She said. I think we need to put the uh, picture that I mentioned earlier of my face, uh, my new profile picture. Profile picture? On my Facebook, on the Robbie and Rochelle Facebook. Okay. And do a poll of our fans. These are people that like the show. And are, thank you so much for liking our yeah. show. Yeah. 
Okay, I do appreciate you listening every day. I'd like your opinion. I really would. I'm asking. And if you hate it, if you think I look mean, if you think I look <laughs> weird in any way, that's fine. Yeah. Just let me know. That's and then fair. I'll make a decision based on that fan vote whether or not we should keep the profile picture or not. And listen, I'm well aware that this is absolute ridiculousness and doesn't matter one <laughs> iota in the universe, but I figured I would ask an opinion nonetheless because I was surprised at the vitriol I experienced in the comment section on my personal now Facebook. Now I have a question though. Yeah. Do you have an alternative photo? That I'll you figure could something use? out. I'll figure something out. Because I wonder if we should do the poll. Between the one that you have and a potential No, I don't want to give one. people the option of a different photo. That's I a whole see. other can of worms. I see. But maybe uh, before I post a new one, if we do get a veto on the current picture, okay. I can then ask for an opinion if this one would be okay. Okay, right? that's I don't fair. Know. We'll play it by ear, but I'm curious if the fans would agree that this picture stinks as much as my so-called friends seem to think it does. <laughs> but okay. That'll be on the Robbie and Rochelle Facebook. If you haven't done it yet, give us a little thumbs up, like the page, all right? You can also find us at uh, Robbie and Rochelle on 1071theboss.com, on all the other socials, wherever you get your podcasts, and the podcast also on demand right there on the website, too. That's that business. Let's do this. Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories figured you need to know, being in the know from number five to number one. We start at number five and count down today. i got to tell you, I have seen this uh, quite a bit on my socials because mm-hmm. I follow Delta. If I fly, no. I will only fly Delta. I yeah. know we do. A, we give a hard time to Spirit and the Frontier. I got to give a little kudo to Delta because I think of the U.S. airlines, they are the best airline. Mm-hmm. There's a passenger on board a Delta flight. He's going uh, to New York from Orlando. He says a flight attendant comes up to his wife said she's got a stupid face. <gasps> what? This is because the couple tried to use the first class overhead bin. There was no room left in coach. Yeah. And so she apparently went back and forth with the flight attendant, and the flight attendant got upset and said, well, you got a stupid face. Wow. According to this guy, Thomas Todd. I will turn this thing back. I've got the wrong one today. Now, what's funny is he does have the uh, audio of them arguing about this. He right. did, he's not posted the, that I can find, the well, audio of him. I can't imagine that he actually had the audio. Well, he tells the woman, I've got you on tape saying she's got a stupid face. Hasn't posted that audio. She didn't deny that she said that. She said, I don't care. So, I don't know. I don't know. That girl should probably be reprimanded. That's not okay. I don't think so. I think those people should be thrown off the flight for trying to use the first class Says overhead the guy face. who pays extra for the first class. Well, that aside, it's just not the rules. And you're <laughs> well, on an airplane. No follow room. the rule. Of course there's a rule. No, if there's no room, what are you supposed to do you're with it? You're supposed to check your bag with a little pink tag. Or, or They don't always offer that, though. Well, then you're they not bringing your bag with it. you. Why don't you pay more for a ticket next time or leave the airport? You're a jerk. You can't be throwing a hissy fit on an airline. I would. I would throw a hissy fit if I know where for my bag to go. They said that I can't pink tag it. What am I supposed to do? I don't care. You take care of it. That's your job. That's what I paid. I mean, even a regular class ticket now to go anywhere is 300 bucks. Take care of my my bag. Take Listen, care of it. I don't disagree with you that they should figure out something to do. They can't uh, make you, you get off the flight. You don't insult somebody. That's well, they're not, rude. They weren't insulting him because they asked to take a bag. They well, were she, insulting called, she said tr- she had a stupid face. After that's she ins- starts saying, I'll use first class if I want to, Well, that's obnoxious. She can't behave that way on an airplane. They get the air marshals, the TSA. I mean, what kind of a moron causes a scene where there's this kind of security? That's ridiculous. It's like walking into the police Someone station. Someone who, who my guess was probably a- delayed, then took forever to get in. Then she gets on the plane and has no room to put her bag in there. So, I mean, I, it's a frustrating thing to travel. I don't, I'm not saying anybody was right, but you don't personally insult somebody. You don't do that. I got to tell you, I would, I would be throwing a hissy fit if this then delayed the whole flight taking off, okay? <laughs> that would really upset me. Okay. 
because I want to go. Of course. And then if I have to get off the plane because she's causing a scene, uh-huh. I'd be even then. And then maybe I'm throwing his uh-huh. event. Okay. Okay. She's not going to get on board with me on this one, are you? I'm not. No, sorry. I fly in the back, so I'm with all those people in the back. There's nothing you wrong and, with flying you in the back. You and C1A can have your hissy fit up front while you're sipping your champagne. You I agree that it. she should be able to bring her bag, but you can't just make your own rules on the plane. Two wrongs don't make a right, I guess is what I'm saying. I hear you. I'm with you on that. But. You've gotten all upset about this. Look at you. Well, because the lady personally insulted her, said she she had a, an ugly face. Well, like she you, probably does have an ugly face. Well, I bet the flight attendant does too. <laughs> Would have shoved it right back to her. Maybe you would have made friends at the end of the day. Yeah, maybe. Probably not. Be like Craigslist. Misconnection. (laughs) All right, let's move on. Number four. There's a man from Tulsa who's accidentally charged you. This would make you upset. $4,000 for two cups of coffee at Starbucks. Oh, no. It was $4,444.44. It's a real shock. We contacted their customer service helpline probably 30, 40 times that day. They assured us that they are sending new checks. But as of today... We still have not fully finished the situation. We still haven't received checks. I don't understand. Oh, my gosh. Does this mean he gives the credit card and it it says one thing on the screen and then it charges his card for $4,000? My guess is they probably, once they scan your card, there's always that tip thing. And they usually have to add it manually if you do it with a credit card. So my guess is somebody screwed up and hit the wrong button or hit it too much. The the employee uh, told his manager there was a sticky button on the cash register. Yeah, you got. There's a four thousand dollar button at Starbucks. Nothing costs four thousand. Or they just hit it too many times. Yeah. They hit four, you know, hit the four. They met four dollars, right. and they hit four thousand. Ridiculous. I mean, unless I, you're trying to order an egg sandwich, I can't understand what could be four thousand dollars <laughs> at Starbucks. Also, the name of the cup is Roach L instead of Roche yeah, L. You know, that's my cup. <laughs> Happy to you at the Newark Starbucks, uh-huh. as a matter of fact. <laughs> Number three, Aaron Rodgers. Will he return next season? Everybody wants to know. We know Tom's not coming back. Is Aaron mm-hmm. coming back? Well, he says he'll decide when he's done with what he calls his darkness isolation retreat, which, by the way, sounds great. Yeah. It's four nights of complete darkness. It's a darkness retreat. I've had you know a number of friends who've done it and had some profound uh, experiences. And it's something that's been on my radar. I got to tell you, this is, this is every day of my life. Mm. It's darkness and isolation. I know exactly what he means. I think he, he means like literal darkness, though. Yours is like mental darkness. Oh, so he's sitting in the dark? Yeah, I think so. Well, that's just crazy. <laughs> Put on some shades when you walk out of the room. <laughs> yeah, your eyes are going to burn. That does not sound like... <laughs> you remember that eclipse we had a few years ago? Yeah. I hope you didn't stare right at it, because I did like you an idiot. Get the floater. Bonus story for you. Of sad news, ladies, and some fellas. Mm. Magic Mike's last dance will have no nudity. No! No butt cheeks, no, no thongs. What? No butt cheeks? Nope, no nudity whatsoever. Huh. The director said he will show sexiness through emotion and vulnerability. <laughs> in other news, Magic Mike's last dance, the lowest grossing film in the franchise. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's the reason a lot of ladies are going, is to see... Uh, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum's butt cheeks. You know Luckily, you got one and two to go to. I got to be honest go with you. If I'm up. going to see that movie, I want to see Channing Tatum's <laughs> butt cheeks. He used to be a stripper in real life. So There's he's no pretty, reason to see that movie without some butt cheek, okay? Right? Even some side cheek would suffice. Well, Selma Hayek's in the new one, too. I mean, there's no nudity. I'm sure the guys are probably like, hello, come Given on. Given the choice, I think I'd rather see Channing Tatum's butt cheeks. <laughs> Hers, I feel like, would be pretty bony. He looks like he's got a nice piece of meat right there. I'd be curious. Oh, you say some things sometimes. That well, are I just aspire really... to have butt cheeks like Channing Tatum. That's a, I don't have that body, let me tell you. Okay. I only imagine what it must be like to be a man that sexy. Uh-huh. Number two, Google Trends has released data on the most popular dips and chicken wing flavors oh. for your big game party. Okay. And it looks like can't go wrong with, wait for it, buffalo chicken dip and wings. Yeah, there We you needed go. a survey to tell us this. <laughs> What's the most popular kind of food at a barbecue? Number one, hamburger. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I mean, 
Well. <laughs> if given the choice, would you like a raise or no raise? Oh, ridiculous. You need a survey for yeah. it. <laughs> also, you have a stupid face. Yeah. Number one, there's a microbiologist just wrote an article on hotel jacuzzis and why they should be outlawed. She claims they're gross because bacteria and viruses like the heated temperature and most people do not practice what is described as good hygiene. Yuck. The number one substance found in the majority of hot tub water that she tested. Yeah. You want to take a guess? Skin? No. Hair? Fecal matter. Ew! No! Fecal matter. Yuck! No, 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 no! Remember we went to that hotel pool and there was the uh, the weave floating in the pool? Yeah. There's a shower right there. It's right there. There's not enough chlorine in that to like kill the bacteria and stuff? I I suppose, but I mean there's still traces of it found there. Just like they say there's cocaine on most U.S. money. That's really gross. You know who I bet's got no fecal matter going on? Channing Tatum. (laughs) His butt cheeks are out all the time. He keeps them pristine. He gets it waxed. You get wax pristine butt cheeks you got no problem when you go in a hotel pool so if you're gonna go Listen, in a jacuzzi go with Channing Tatum I really like Channing Tatum but I need you to stop talking about him like this it's really freaking me out nothing to be freaked out about <laughs> simply pointing out that's a man with a fine butt cheek okay you're welcome America Thursday world famous celebrity birthday file Michael B. Jordan he's 36 he's got that new Creed 3 coming out yep. Tom Hiddleston 42 Travis Tritt the country music star Holly Johnson she was in the group Frankie Goes to Hollywood remember that that song Relax yes uh, Judith Light Charles Shaughnessy Charles Shaughnessy was on The Nanny she was no. in Who's the Boss Angela oh yes yes Mia Farrow Joe Pesci is 80 today <laughs> the world is coming to any like that how's that alright also, here's an excuse to stuff your head tonight. Today, National Pizza Day. Yum. Pick yourself up a box. Go sit in a hot tub with Channing Tatum. Real nice. <laughs> no rough housing in the spa. Settle down, please. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you need a little smile today. Four minutes of just pure joy of Jim Carrey and Will Ferrell in that old SNL skit where they're in the hot tub. That is funny stuff. <laughs> and it's a classic from the, I think, the mid-90s. I love that. And also, again, happy birthday to Jersey's own Joe Pesci. Oh. 80 years old today. I don't know. Does he still have a house? I know he sold the house at the shore. I don't think he lives here at all anymore, but... I don't know, but uh, yeah, that house down the shore, I think, from what I heard, there was somebody who bought it was going to knock it down and build uh, something else. Oh, really? Yeah, it was on West Point Island. Yeah, that's what I heard. I, I, I could be wrong, but... Have you seen uh, your friend that does the impression of Joe Pesci lately? No. How's he doing? No, no, no. He's in Florida. Oh, he's, I see. He goes down to Florida every every uh, winter. He'll be back, though, soon. That's probably where Joe Pesci is, down there hitting golf balls with Robert De Niro. They play golf all, <laughs> all the time. Yeah, the, Dennis Hopper was the other one. Imagine that. It was Nicholson, Dennis Hopper, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci. They were all golf buddies. I, I saw Joe wow. Pesci interview, talked about this. I think it was on Letterman, and Letterman goes, oh, my God, it's maniacs loose at the golf course. Can you imagine? <laughs> you know what? And, and you know what the thing is? I bet they probably end up either playing for no money at all or like enormous amount, you know? I bet like, it's for no, uh, I bet it's for a cigar. I bet it's for nothing. I yeah, bet they don't probably, play for yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But uh but yeah, no, it's it's he, he's he's something. I love him. He's such a, he's so funny. I mean, there were times that I just and he's being real serious and you just look at him and you just laugh because <laughs> his voice is just I'd be so the guy who great. wanted to take 15 shots in a hole just to try and uh you know, get the ball in the hole and they'd be behind us and they go, "Is your grip going to move or do we have a problem here?" Yeah. <laughs> right, Can you imagine? Exactly. Yeah. Oh my get his all shot. Funny stuff.